Welcome to Neurons to Nirvana, a platform for creative forces that embrace the unconventional and the quest for artistry, humanity, innovation, health, and healing of the mind and soul. Join me, Tom Hartridge, on a journey celebrating experiences unbound by physical borders or traditional norms. From inside the mind to the far reaches of the universe, this is Neurons to Nirvana. Hey everyone, this week is the first episode of what I'm calling Utopia Session. In this episode, I interview founder Travis Sutherland and creative mastermind Wayne Dalshaw. Earlier this month, I had the privilege to gain full backstage access where I was able to hear from the musicians what Utopia Fest actually meant to them. There are also great songs and stories that you can only hear on these Utopia Sessions. If you like what you hear and see and love the idea of spending a weekend listening to music in a liberating and loving community, you can visit utopiafest.com to get your tickets for the weekend of October 14th through 15th. I hope to see you there this fall. So I've got here Travis and Wayne. This is my first experience here at Utopia, and it was uh, amazing. The stars at night, I've been to Marfa several times. That's a special place for me creatively. Mm -hmm. But here is mystical, majestic, take your pick. No doubt. Tell me how this all came about. You started in 2016, is that right? 2009. 2009, okay. Yeah, our family's been out here for close to 100 years, or roundabout, and just grew up kind of roaming these hills as a kid and just uh, really got ingrained uh, with the love and just the, the feel and how special this place is. And um, But I I think it, it was so normal that I never realized how lucky I was and how fortunate we were to, to be out here until I like left, you know, like you don't know what, what you have until you're separated. So I went to Texas State and then Austin and just got into the music world and started to go to a lot of shows and working them in different capacities and just getting to know a lot of bands and musicians and and I don't know just I think it was just one day after I saw some of my bands just play an amazing show I was like it just kind of dawned on me like how it all kind of clicked that how many mu- great musicians I knew and what an amazing place we have out here and I just one day I was like man I bet I could convince enough people to come play in the middle of nowhere in the pasture to have uh, a little get together the family agreed which was really nice of them and we invited whoever we could and had nine bands out here on a gooseneck trailer and had about 200 people show up and just had a really sweet uh one day thing and uh just decided to keep doing it after that and try to make it a little bigger and better every year so the next year it was like around 300 people a pretty similar vibe but we had added friday um and that year i had invited some friends of mine in onion creek productions a video production company to come help film it capture the experience that second year and they came and they uh just fell in love with with the place out here and the vibe and ended up offering to co-produce it with me and they kind of presented me the the opportunity to take it to another level uh, right off the bat for the third year. And so I thought about it and ended up being like, yeah, let's see what we can do. And we teamed up and they were able to dedicate a lot of time and energy and 
and resources to to book a bigger lineup and do more marketing and and all that and that's when I met Wayne on one of their video shoots and he ended up coming out and helping us out that year and and it just everything kind of clicked that year uh how long ago was that when that was the yeah 2011 and I, I think we with the three of us jumping on, it was Jamie Brown and Aaron Brown, who have known Aaron since college, and we used to walk to the dorms to talk about how we wanted to do a music festival. When this, we met on on a Onion Creek shoot, uh, I think I casted and was in it, and he was shooting behind the scenes uh, a music video for a Group of Phantasma. Oh, wow. And uh, that's when he invited them out, and actually didn't make it, but then Aaron and Jamie were like, we're going to do this, and we want you to help. So we all jumped on, and then... We grew it from 300 to 1300 that first year with, you know, with just a a bigger force. And uh, now we all had more resources, more friends to help, more friends to, you know, pitch in. Broader reach with the band, still having Travis curate the the core of it because he has a a knack for finding uh, a lot of good talent. And then just with all the resources combined, uh, just mentally and, and socially, it just is the right, the right fit. And they stayed with us, Jamie and Aaron stayed with us for like six years. Oh, wow. yeah, but it was still the same goal, a little bit bigger and better every time, but just on a little bit bigger scale at that point. I only went back to about 2016, but what I love about it, this being my first experience, um, is how fast the uh, genres, it's very mm-hmm. eclectic, but it works. Totally. It's amazing. That's um, the goal. And the community itself, yeah. I want to mm-hmm. you know, focus on that. Uh, sure. Because that also gives the aura and the essence and, and the vibe that makes this place so special mm-hmm. in my opinion. No doubt. That's well those two things are really interconnected because, you know, obviously the bands you choose have a lot to do with who's gonna come out. Yep. Um yeah, we definitely have always wanted to keep it really eclectic, like you said. Like I never wanted to get pigeonholed as a this or that type of festival. Yeah. I mean uh, you've had you've had jam bands like Sound Tribe, Sector Nine, and mm-hmm. then you'll have uh you had Sunvolt, mm-hmm. Shaky Graves, yeah. uh Lucas Nelson and the Promise the Real mm-hmm. Promise yeah. of the Real, Keller Williams, Doctor John, yep, yep. White Denim, Bar Brothers, yeah. Victor w- Wooten. We've had quite so, a few legends that are yeah, no yeah. longer with us that we were lucky enough to get, like Doctor John, John yeah. Yeah. Billy Joe Shaver. We had little hip hop like the Jizza uh, and Charlie Tuna and oh, nice. Black Delicious. What made this special as well was the fact that we had what roughly around 500 people, so it felt like, like a that. small family, familial like community. Yeah. Totally. I just couldn't get over the stars last night. It's, it's amazing, it's yeah. It's so beautiful out here. And and this is the, kind of the small one, so it's kind of the cream of the cream because we don't advertise this one. We do a little bit of social media pushes, and we uh, send it to our email list. Right. And so people are, are either veterans of the ranch, of the party. They know Majority. They know a band. They know someone that's been here. And so, like, even that they all know what to do once they're here so there's less you know editing as we're setting up you've got your next one coming up in october october 14th and 15th right Mm -hmm. 13th is the pre-party for the 13th annual so that'll be the actual 13th annual utopia fest quote unquote which uh, i don't know if we want to get into the long story but you know we moved out of the ranch uh in 2018 and landed in burnett closer to austin and then we decided to do like the reboot version in 2019 when we came back here and just kind of distilled it down to the kind of core essence of the event. And, uh, 
just focused on the the camping and the hang and the one stage of music. And so this will be our third uh, iteration. Of, this was our third iteration yeah. of that format so this weekend. A, yeah, we, trying to, we actually designed it before COVID and uh, as sort of a spring reciprocal to try to yeah reinitiate the original spark we had going to also give our fans something else to do. You know, Absolutely. twice a year is, is really nice. And now there's two different ranches to get to experience it. It also, you know, it, it kind of makes this community stretch over, you know, different parts of Texas, which is they're beautiful in different ways and epic in different ways. Absolutely. Tell me about the lineup that's coming up in the fall. So I mentioned Charlie Tuna. That's one of the ones I'm most excited about. Uh, it's, there's a lot of throwbacks uh, that, are, that are returning. Um, but one of the things we, we've liked to do is, is have Brownout or Grupo collaborate with different artists like Bernie Worrell or uh, Gene Ween or Leyline. Leyline, and um, and this year uh, they're they're going to be backing up Charlie Tuna, which we're really excited about. But we're also going to have uh, John Schofield's latest nice. project, who really stoked about, and and Victor Wooten is going to come back uh, for the third time. He came once with four bass players and a drummer. <laughs> He's one of my favorite bassists. Yeah. And he came once with just him and Dennis Chambers, and oh, wow. both times was you know just immaculate. Uh, they're just really amazing bands. Shovel, Kane, shovels and Rope will be there. Will be oh yeah, Sin Kane. He just is Kane, yeah. suggested is a Sudanese guitarist. Mm-hmm. He's pretty That's eclectic cool. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Sarah Woman, one of our house bands. I'll uh, be there again. A little, just caught her at mm-hmm. uh, South by for the first time. She's amazing. And there's an up and comer we have on there, Suzanne Santo. I'm really mm-hmm. excited about that. She just got, jumped on stage with Trampled by Turtles and it's like kind of making her face pop up in places. And uh, are tickets already on sale? They are, yeah. They usually start the at the weekend for the next one. Okay. So they're kind of available year round. Which we, you know, we're kind of forced to do because over the years, artists have started to, to demand and, and vendors have started to demand deposits earlier and earlier and earlier, right. I guess, because of how chaotic the festival world is. They want to protect themselves. The last thing I wanted to ask, or one of the last things is, um, tell me about in October 23 about the eclipse. So there's a really incredible phenomena that's going to happen in 23 and 24 where there's these two solar eclipses and the first one is a annular which means the moon is a little bit closer and there's there's a ring instead of like that crazy aura thing which, which that you get with the total and the totals in uh, 24 and and what is really incredible is the basically the the path of totality where you'll be able to the best viewing almost makes an x over where we are right now it's oh, wow. it's in central texas we're not like quite in the epicenter but we're like well in the middle of the viewing area for both of these Plus eclipses elevated right high, and as you elevated. see it yeah the visibility's so good so i mean there's not a better place to to see both of them it feels like a nice natural kind of crescendo or climax like leading into these two events where we can do what we did this weekend but just have like the added feature of <laughs> eclipse viewing but yeah especially the 20 you know the total of 24 is going to be a major event for this region there's been a lot of zoom calls with other tours and people about like how we're gonna deal with it and approach it and make sure everyone's ready for the influx but we're gonna just cap it probably like a thousand and keep it nice and chill and and um yeah and easy i can't wait to come back uh if you'll have me that is in the fall (laughs) come on man (laughs) yeah please do tell folks out there my my listeners that uh what can they expect Uh, i think a caring a caring safe environment to 
recharge and, and express yourself um, or just, you know, find a quiet place in nature uh, for a moment and then go in and dance with you know, a big community, you know, of non-judgmental people. It's definitely focused around love and family and community. You know, how like having all the kids is like a big part of it. Um, but one thing that that I love about it, it's it's like really an example of, you know, every it's like everyone in society wants to have like a utopia where everyone's like equal and everyone's happy and everyone's taken care of. Like that's everyone's goal. But like, as we've seen with history, like that's never really going to happen like on a state or national level. You know, there's just... One when, can hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, it hasn't ever really happened. But like here we get like one weekend where... I mean, you're just kind of just truly free, you know, like we don't really have to have a lot of like restrictions or like overbearing security or like a lot of rules because we trust the people that are coming in, you know, like during COVID, we didn't have to have a lot of rules and restrictions because we're like, it's the same thing we've always done. Like we give you the space and empower you to, to take care of yourself and bring, you can bring whatever you need, be self-sustainable. And we trust that you're going to be good to yourself and everyone else around you. And it, and it worked just as well as it ever had. And we didn't really have to change much because, you know, like mm. the crowd that has been coming out here is like, like we said, like really knows the drill and is just, you know, the kindest and just easiest to get along with and just loving and welcoming community. If you need a sandwich, find. we'll find you one. Absolutely. If you need a generator, something will appear. Yeah. Like it, it might yeah. take a minute because we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, but, at, but I mean, it's, but it's, everyone on this on the core team but then just everyone that comes is like is just as ready and willing to help anyone else that has a need um and like everyone's just trying to make each other happy and and have a good time i mean which is just like you're not going to find that at a lot of other places or events you know um so really and like in that sense it's like as close to like a quote-unquote utopia that i think you're going to be able to find because yeah you're you're truly free to just express yourself and experience it however you want to call it like responsible partying you know like everyone is self-governing yeah everyone has their wits and every you know very rarely people will take it too far zero arrests in 13 years yeah one broken ankle oh wow very you know just there's some magic that happens out here and a lot of it's just everyone being there for one another and that's amazing because from my vantage point as a newcomer this being my first experience, or our first experience, um, the three words that I would say are uh, love, liberating, and community. Yeah. But, you know, it is really hard. And it's always been so hard to to explain it to people until they get out here. But Or even, and it's the same thing at, at Reveille and Burn It. You know, we try to, you try to, like, sell it. You try to promote it and try to, like, you know, convince people to come. Um, but there, you know, there's only so many words we can come up with, like to put on a poster or a video that they can really, can't really grasp it, you know? So, but as soon as someone gets here, like as soon as they're here, they're like, okay, now I understand, you know, but it's like, it's like the getting them <laughs> here is, is the tricky part, but, and it, but it's just hard to convey in words. Like once you hear like what it really is. Yeah. Once you're here, you get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Well, listen, fellas, I can't thank you enough for sitting down and spending time with us and then also uh for continuing this thank you well it's been a wonderful experience yeah, thanks for being here with us man it, it takes all of you guys you know yeah yeah everyone's yeah. kind of equal here so. i appreciate y'all doing this because like uh we really do need people kind of capturing and telling 
the story. It, you know, we do have like an incredible archive of like photos and video and recordings and stuff, but hopefully someday someone can turn it into a documentary or something, but it's, it's really nice to have mm -hmm. someone chronicling and, and getting people's perspectives on it. It's really, it's really sweet. All right, fellas. Again, I can't thank you yeah. enough, man. Thanks guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Every week is a journey. And this episode is a great start in the exploration of Utopia Fest. Future Utopia Fest sessions include Madam Radar, who just opened for Bon Jovi, Calliope Musicals, and my new friend and honky-tonk avant-garde musician Colt Wayne Keeney. Next week's episode will feature Austin-based band Greyhounds. There is a vast array of talent and teamwork to put the Utopia Fest together. This community is unlike any music festival I've ever experienced, and I want to take this opportunity to dedicate the Utopia Sessions to my friend Eric Volper. Eric passed away last week suddenly at the young age of 41. He was a true supporter and cheerleader as I launched the podcast. I can honestly say his encouragement and support has motivated to stay passionate and to live out my purpose in life. I'll share with you his very last words to me, which were, you know you're going to be more than okay. You're going to be great. I want to reach out to my listeners and to encourage all of you out there to pursue your passions in life. Thank you for being part of this community. Today, I'm grateful for your, for your support in many new ways. As always, thanks again for being part of this journey. Join me next week on Neurons to Nirvana.